podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. We are back. Indeed. Okay. All right. Here we are. We're actually recording on our normally scheduled record day this week. Well, have we not recorded on our normal? Well, I guess we've been, I guess the weeks have been pretty topsy-turvy lately. They have been. Yeah. I've had a lot of things going on. You have too. And uh, yeah. 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 We've been recording on like, like, last one we did was like Sunday night or something. Yeah. Like the last minute or the last. But that's okay. You know what? The show came out. People listened to it. We were, we were good to go. So uh, how's your how's your week been going? Uh, it's been very normal, and we we took the kids to Zubu last night, Zubu. which is uh, yeah, it's the zoo oh, here in okay, town. Oh, okay, I get you. And then they do like a trick or treat thing, yeah. in in the zoo. So uh, we go we go every, we go once a year, you know, around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it's other than that, it's been a pretty normal week. Uh, nothing nothing too exciting, except of course the show, of course that we record. This is obviously very exciting, but um, other than that, no, it's been a normal week. How about you? Uh, yeah, just been busy with uh, photos. You know, staying staying busy. It, it's the it's the fall. You know, tis the season. Yes, so. to the season to be photoing, phot- photography. Yeah, photo ph- yeah. photographing, photographying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taking exactly. pictures of people. Yeah, actually, uh, I want to make a point or a comment to uh, your Zubu thing. Uh, I, before I mention, I do not want to get into the, the religious side of things of this, uh, particular thing that came up. Okay. Uh, but I thought it's worth mentioning and maybe we can chime in a little bit. I don't know if you saw any of this, but our local community, uh, is having a, it's called a witch walk. Did you hear about this? Okay. Uh, a witch walk. No, I don't think I have. Yeah. It's, it's a witch walk. It's like a Halloween thing. Okay. You know, kids, you know, candy, stuff like that. Bunch of people dressed up as witches. And there was a uh, there's a local church. I I don't know all the details, um, so I don't want to try and pretend I do. But there was a church that that commented on this and was kind of raising some concerns about you know people gathering for Wiccan activities and and stuff like that. And I tell you what, what yeah, it caused quite the stir. Really? <laughs> dude, oh my god, the comments were dude. There was thousands of comments. Like people were going banana pants over this, and I. So this is this is one of the local community churches was was basically in disagreement with the concept of the of the witch walk, which yeah. is really which is really essentially what I, what I'm gathering from you is essentially trick or treating with some added flair. Yeah, it's from what I gathered from it. Yeah, like I said, and I know you're coming in this blind, like not being able to see. Yeah, you know, right. The post and stuff like that, uh, but it was very much like. From what, what I looked at it, it, they were sort of kind of calling them out for, you know, like being like supporting witchcraft and, uh, you know, Wiccan. And I think they were kind of missing the point of yeah. what, what it was. And that's what everybody was saying, too. It's like, it was like, dude, why, like, why are you even like making this a thing? And like, do you not realize what it's for? And I was talking to my wife about it. And I was like, you know, it'd be different if it was like, june and people were having this like uh unrelated to halloween witch walk i'm like okay that might be a little bit different that could maybe be 
a cause for concern, especially like if it wasn't involving kids. But you know what though, like, but maybe right. <laughs> but even so, but even so, it could I, just be I, for I, funsies. I, yeah, I could. <laughs> I have a hard time even defining today in in modern day what even what even I would define as witchcraft. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not even sure where I'd start and end with that. So I guess I was, would still generally disagree with their with their complaint, so to speak. Yeah. We we were talking about it on a group chat and I I sent a picture, a meme that I made of from the movie The Craft when they were standing on the beach around the fire, like, you know, like doing witchcrafty stuff. And I'm like, what I'm not gonna say the name of the church, but I was like, right, like, what you know, this church uh, imagines the witch walk is like, <laughs> like, I think it's yeah. seriously what they thought it was like, like very, you know, very witchy and, and very, almost very Hollywood esque. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, like no. people trying to summon something or, or, or put a curse on somebody or whatever. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. It was, it was really weird. They were kind of jumping to some like crazy conclusions there. Very broad. Yeah. It's a very, there's a very high level conclusions there. Yeah, we could literally make an entire episode out of reading all the comments on that, like a, like oh, a several hour episode, which we're not going to do. But it was, uh, I'm on the side of the community on this one, and I thought it was really weird that they decided to even make a thing about it. And uh, but I think that's part of the problem with those things, right? Is that if if you don't even say anything about it, then no one's even going to be. It's not even going to receive get, receive as much attention. But the minute you say something about it. Right now, everyone wants to talk about it. Now right. everyone wants to potentially, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Now everyone's going to make fun of your church and things like that, which you know we generally shouldn't do. But now that you've called attention to it, you've opened yourself up to those kinds of conversations. Now, one last thing I will say, since you mentioned that, yeah, uh, I did see another post that the church itself had to hire like additional security. So this is actually kind of getting out of hand. Like, because I, I think that people are like upset about this whole thing and they're, I mean, oh, obviously they're upset, but I mean like genuinely like pissed and I don't know what's happening if they're like going to the actual church that they needed to hire more security or what, but it, it got crazy, man. Like, I don't think people realize how powerful like social media can be and just, yeah. It, yeah. it is a community and people will just jump in like head first, man. And they're just going to, they're in attack mode. You know, it's like that mob yep. mentality. Yep. Yep. And they're just, they're all in, man. They're, they're irritated. It just makes things <laughs> right. And it just gets back to my original point that, you know, probably even saying some, some, something about it made things worse than what it would have been if you had just ignored it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even, I, I can't even like relate to how they would have misconstrued this, you know, it's something. Yeah, I don't know. You know Very. Uh, like a, a nefarious, you know, Facebook activity that's going to happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, we don't need to keep talking about that. But yeah, that was, uh, that was in some local news. Uh, one thing you have a, you have a story that you found. Yeah. At the, at the top of the show here, we're going to be talking about the story just came out, published mm -hmm. October 16th. I'm sharing the, I'll be discussing the New York times version of the article. There's a bunch of versions of this article out here, but I'm, I'll be discussing the, the 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 fullest, most comprehensive version of the article. Um, we're going to actually be talking a little bit of uh, neuroscience today. Okay. Neuroscience, yeah. And I have, uh, I'll get into I'll get into the exact topic when we get there. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking a little neuroscience today at the top of the show. Okay. Yeah. And middle of the show, I do have one thing I want to mention before, or I'll talk about here in a second uh, before we get into the rest of it. But after that, we're going to do what are we doing? Um, oh. 
God, oh my God, what are we? Oh, okay, here it is. <laughs> Dude, I'm so scattered. Um, we are doing guilty pleasure songs. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to that one because I'm. We haven't shared our lists with each other, Mm-mm. so <laughs> I have no idea what guilty pleasure songs you're into. I mean, I have my selection, but yeah. I don't know what I don't know what you think. I don't even know what you think is is a guilty pleasure song. So I guess we're gonna find out. I'll explain what I think the criteria is for a guilty pleasure song. Uh, okay. when, when we get there and to finish off the show, we're doing our next, uh, uh, next grade, which is a uh, 10th grade. Are you, are you dumber than 10th grader? Yeah. And that's how we ended. So, all right, real quick. I realized something, Joe, the other day, my wife and I were in the car. We were stopped at a, uh, a construction site, you know, uh, stop sign. Yeah. And she was listening to like a TikTok or something in, in the car beside me. And it was of a person whispering. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds pretty innocent, right? I guess. I I realized in that moment as I was sitting there listening to the whispering content of this video, I hate the sound of whispering. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I was having a physical reaction to it. Like my body was actually like twitching and like Yeah, you're like Ugh, Yeah, stop. Like, like uncontrollably like, like I would like convulse for a moment. I'm like Bleh. And uh, like, I'm like, what, what is this? I'm like, why am I feeling this way? It made me feel very uneasy, uh, uncomfortable. Like I didn't like it. And I, I don't know why, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but for some reason, the sounds of whispers, uh, drove me bananas, dude. Like I hated it. And I thought it would be interesting if I pulled up, I don't even know what clip it was that she was listening to, but I just, I literally went to YouTube and typed in whispering. So I don't know what we're going to get, but I wanted to just... I wanted the people listening to hear something to the effect of what I was listening to. Okay. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous. Are you asleep? No. Turn it off. Wait, wait. No. no, no. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Ew. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She's like, no, like playing with the camera with her fingers. She's like, no. But that's probably not the best example. Uh, no, but that was horrible enough. Yeah. I think what it is, uh, I think it's the the sounds of that you don't generally pick up on when you're hearing somebody talk. It's all the the mouth noises with the subtle sounds of voice behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where uh, you're hearing the lips and the tongue and everything. Now people are like trying to focus on them, like <laughs> my sounds, uh, but all that noise is bothersome. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know if I'm alone in this, if anybody else can't stand it. If somebody like leans into your ear and they're like, like, hey, can you hear me there, remote control? You know, or they're like, uh, you know, say anything to you. Does it make you feel funny? I, I, it sounded I, like it's bugged you a little I bit. I was just almost immediately <laughs> when you turned that on, I was just, I was totally doing the, like, 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 oh, like, stop it. Because I think, and I don't know, I can't put my finger exactly on it, but part of it was definitely that, like, I don't, the, the whisper sound itself made me feel uncomfortable because it made me feel like somebody was whispering in my ear. Right. Like for me, it was a very physical reaction. Like, like somebody's shoot, like somebody's whispering my ear and I don't like it. Cause I don't, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't like that to begin with. Me neither. I don't like whispering in people's ears Mm-mm. no me as, either. A, as a thing like if i had to say something quiet to people right. I, I will just go text up, like uh, yeah text it or go up a couple feet from them and be like 
hey, Dave. Right, like, yeah, but you get right you know, up in someone's ear. Ugh. Yeah, no, no absolutely. I, I don't do that, and I don't like when people do it to me, and I think that's why I don't like that sound, because it's, it's the, it's the, even though it's just the audio, it still reminds you of the physical man manifestation of that action. Yeah, like let's say you're like sitting in church and someone leans over to you and they're like, like, hey, what gospel are we on? What what page number? Like, I hate that. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> like, stop it! Stop it! Oh, okay. But that's enough of that. I just wanted to see how you felt, and apparently the same way. So, yeah, same way. All right. Well, let's move into your uh, your article on uh, no, some something neurological. What was it? Yeah, we're talking we're talking neuroscience today. We're gonna get we're gonna get a little bit. I, I don't. It's not. I don't know if it's necessarily gonna be a debate. But this is actually a, a relatively bigger debate in the scientific community when it comes to the realm of neuroscience, and it's the concept of free will. Okay. So that probably, that probably, I mean, just on its surface, you're probably kind of understanding what I'm getting into when I talk about the debate around free will, right? And this, this gentleman by the name of Robert Sapolsky, which is a, he's a world-renowned neuroscientist, has spent years studying, you know, our brains, Right, mm -hmm. consciousness, how how our brains work, the chemical, you know, the chemical signals and everything, the way our the way our neurons work. Is this going to slide and, into a little bit of religion too? No, this okay. is. I mean, well, I mean, strictly speaking, no. Okay, all right. But of, but of course, somebody could always. I can't stop somebody from applying religion to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but he's looking at this from a completely scientific standpoint, right? Because he's he's been studying the brain for years and. His latest book and his latest, I guess, un, his latest findings, whatever you want to call it, he is essentially making the proposal that free will is more of a philosophical idea and that if you strictly consider what the brain does, right, if you treat it at a purely, we'll call it scientific or neurological level, mm -hmm. that that he contends that we're not free agents, right? Like we're, our, our bodies are not agents of free will, but because of biology, hormones, child and life circumstances, experiences, memories, all of the chemical signals that are derived from that, from those actions, we, we merely feel as if we are choosing our actions, or we merely feel like our, our, a combination of our consciousness, you know, our visual, you know, visual surroundings, the way that we perceive ourselves, we feel like we make decisions, but his latest essay and his latest writings are that essentially that that you don't, right? That's his that's his underpinning. So that's <clears throat> that's where that's where I'll start with that conversation. What does he think happens then? Like that the, the choices we make are based on experiences. Uh, the I, I, I mean we we'd have to put all you can't just. Okay, I'm okay. I gotta stop. <laughs> I need to hear more before I start getting upset. But go ahead. Well, I mean, it's. I, I think I covered. I think I covered the, the basis of it, but I can. I can kind of explain it a little bit more, right? Yeah, I want to hear more of his reasoning. Okay, so for his reasoning is essentially based on, and and a lot of people, and I want to be super clear about this next part too. Even though the most of the scientific neuroscience community believes in and i actually looked into this a lot before bringing this article to the show most of the neuro neuroscience community believes in some concept of free will okay so whether that's you 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 know you absorb your surroundings you know with your sight you know 
taste, smell, and then you make reactive decisions based upon that. You know, this most of the scientific community agree, you know, agrees, but a significant, a not, I'll say it this way, a not insignificant portion of the scientific community is is continuing to toy with the idea that that is still an illusionary concept. And this is and this is why. Okay. So and this is their this is their underpinning for that. They're saying for free will to exist, right? For your brain to be completely of of or so or on some biological level for your for your brain to be of, of some sort of completely free independent level, mm. you would have to identify at the scientific level, right? At, you would have to like hook up someone to a machine and identify neurons, the you know, the nerve, you know, the, the nerve actions of the brain. You would have to identify neurons that caused a particular behavior that was not based on what the chemical input or the surrounding neurons were doing, right? Because there, his concept is that your brain, you know, as you scale up, what you what you view as consciousness, what you view as the world around you, is the chemical impulses in your brain. So if you can identify a neuron that's doing its own thing, right? It's not based on behavior or hormones or input from your senses. It's just doing its own thing. Well, then, yeah, you could, in his, again, the argument he's making is then, yes, you could make the argument for free will. But what he's saying is, is because we can't identify that, or at least we haven't found that. Okay, I'll say it this way. We haven't found that yet. We haven't found neurons that act independently of the impulses and chemicals that are fed to them that the concept of free will is essentially an illusion and that you're kind and this is the way I'll put it. At least this is the way I've seen it put from other, other scientists. You're essentially going along for the ride that you're, that you're not really a hundred percent in control. I'll put it that way. So that's, you know, that's getting into the concept a little bit deeper and hopefully that explains it a little <clears throat> bit better. I think maybe, maybe he has a certain point to an extent but I don't 100% agree with that because I can see where, you know, particular chemical imbalances, and this probably goes mm -hmm. along with his argument, can cause you to do, you know, certain things. Like uh, mm -hmm. uh, if you have, uh, because, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this, uh, take, a, take a serial killer, for example. Uh, and that does come up, by the way, I was gonna say, the this point is probably you're making, a great this argument. probably is a big point. Yeah, this is a big point of contention when it comes to this debate. Right. Because, you know, the normal person who was along for the, you know, quote unquote, normal ride uh, mm -hmm. with a normal, you know, you know, mind, normal uh, functioning brain. Yeah, is going to be just fine. But you have somebody who has a chemical imbalance that causes them to do horrible things because of a chemical imbalance. That mm -hmm. is probably like one of the strongest arguments for whether we are making these choices out of free will right or chemically induced in a way you know right bad decisions so I, mean, I get that part of the argument i do uh but at the same time all of us normies out there uh who aren't serial killers <laughs> right what you mean most of us yeah i think a lot of our choices uh are still based on free will based on experiences based on life based on learning you know circumstances situations and uh, yeah, it's all it's all learned behavior, mm. but I still believe the choice is yours. You know, if you're going to, you know, if you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you want to jump off, you know, into into a, a lake that's a hundred feet below you, 
you know, that comes down to, you know, I think, you know, in your mind, you're deciding the, the consequences, it, you know, maybe some people you're weighing them, right? Right. Yeah. Your, like your, your nerve center is weighing the consequences of jumping off the cliff. Yeah. You're, you're trying to decide, uh, if you can do it or you can't do it, you know, so is, is there a chemical, uh, in your, in your brain that's, uh, that's fear that, that induces fear. Uh, maybe it's more present in some people and you just can't well, get over it. There is, there is, by the way. Okay. Uh, you know, like I, I get the argument that a lot of it has to do with, you know, with the way your biology is made up and your, you know, the chemistry of your, of your mind. But I still think there is, I, I think it's kind of, I think it's a bit of both in a way, if that makes yeah. sense. No, I, I, I get it. I get it because you can't avoid the fact that we are chemical chemically based creatures there's no there's, oh, there's no argument no yeah. getting there's no getting around that no. and where i think neuroscientists begin to diverge is that depending on how you interpret you know free will and the chemical reactions in your brain your neurons communicating some neuroscientists and this guy is not the only one are taking the more stricter view that essentially you're not doing your that thing that you perceive as your consciousness is not making any decisions at all Right. That's that's their view. And of course, other scientists say no, that, you know, you you perceive your inputs. And like like you were saying, like you're looking over the cliff and you're you're weighing the pros and cons and you're going, this seems like a bad idea. And of course, the retort to that is, again, it goes back to the, you know, is it really or the aren't 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 your chemical signals just telling you not to jump off the cliff? Right. It's it, it's very circular. Yeah. It circles around on itself again and again. Yeah, because if you take a uh, if you take a, a a mountain lion and any animal for that matter it doesn't even, doesn't matter right. a, a, a white tail buck and you put him at the edge of a cliff, that deer or that mountain lion has has no prior experience to the consequences of what's going to happen. It just knows, like it just knows how. Well, there is right. There is some in there is some inborn. Uh, I guess we could call it. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, instincts. Instincts. Instinct. Yeah. And where do those come from? Well, that would the argument would be that those are still created by the the chemical and biological signals that you're born with. Like you, even when you and I are born, even as primitive as we are, mm -hmm. we still have naturally occurring biological signals that are essentially are handed down from our formation. In yeah, and I'm not sure if this helps his argument. <laughs> it probably right. It probably helps his argument uh, because if you throw a baby in, in a pool. It knows how to hold its breath and attempt to swim to the surface. How? Yeah, it is. It is. That is fascinating because they've done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird. No, but again, not from learning experience. You know, you can make better decisions as human beings um, that are non, you know, instinctive decisions. Right. Uh, you know, as you get older, but you know, but there, you know, is, is thought process all chemically induced? Like, if you're right. sitting there and you're like, oh, I got to run to the store, but oh crap, I got to. I need to do this first. And then like, and you're deciding in your mind, like, should I mow the grass first? Cause it's supposed to rain later. Like, is this all a, a chemical, you know, predetermined path, you know, that, that it's just like, there's still thought. You can't argue thought like is thought process, just all chemical. Well, and that's it's funny that you say that because this article actually goes into it. We'll link it. I know we, I, don't, I think we need to get this out, get this one linked out there for people to see when we post the show. Um, because I think it's a really good debate, and I think people might be interested in reading about it because they even cover that scenario as well, too. You know, that that like, did I choose to put on a red or blue shirt today? 
I, do I need to go to the store or do I need to mow the grass first, right? Yeah. And the, and the argument that the, that the scientists make is that that is, that is essentially the same chemical processing as it is, you know, learned experience, right? Like I know how to ride this bike almost subconsciously, right? You know how the, we all joke about doing things subconsciously, mm-hmm. right? Like I just get on and do it, right? That's part of the argument here that some things just more play out in your mind. So you've just, you've still, learned to time manage over the years. Right. And you can actually, right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I get it, dude. That's, <clears throat> that's the machine. The, the machine that makes us go mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a whole bunch of chemicals and, and synapses. And, uh, it, it's a, it's a fascinating, uh, you know, thing that happens in, in all of us and every mammal, every living creature. Right. Right. You know, do, do they, I'm assuming they say the same thing for anything like that too. Like, uh, uh, you know, a, a whale, like I said, a deer, you know, is, well, is, is a deer just, just along for the ride too, or is it essentially right. And that's where like, you know, we would, we probably need two or three shows to dedicate <laughs> just to the whole metaphysical concept of, and this is actually, we don't have to get into it here, but this article is kind of like the top layer of a much more core kind of philosophical argument of the entire concept of like, when you drill down in chemistry and chemistry becomes physics, and then you drill even further into physics and physics becomes essentially, you know, the, the, quant- the quantum world, right? Like where do we stop? Where do we start saying that this is, this is like pure machine versus versus humanity right and that's all we don't have to cover that today but this this article is kind of like the top of that of that iceberg right yeah. is that you know where how you as you dig further and further and further into the puzzle of reality you start to really get into these interesting philosophical discussions about where does you know where does humanity basically boil down to quantum physics essentially yeah i yeah it's definitely it's sort of a hot topic because it will inevitably lean into, uh, you know, religion being, you know, soul, well, course, soul right, or no right. soul. I think it's where right. it kind of ends up, you know, it's going to be like, that's going to yep. be the question that people are going to ask. Yeah. And that's, you you hit the nail on the head here is that, you know, that inevitably rises out of that conversation because it all depends on what someone believes and, and, and what their, what their belief system is and how they want to apply that to the science, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you take any any machine like a a gasoline fired engine, and you add, you know, you put your your normal everyday petrol, you know, gasoline, you know, eighty seven yeah. grade, uh, you know, gasoline in it, and uh, it just it runs, it runs fine. Right. Uh, but add add a little bit of water into your gas, you know, things are gonna screw up. Not so not running so well anymore. Yeah, add some nitrous oxide into your uh, fuel injection. There you and, go. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna make it run a little little faster, you yep, know. So yep. so every engine that exists, even if you want to call the brain an engine, uh, right. if you start to alter the chemicals uh, that make it run, it's going to run differently. Like so, I like yes, if there's a certain chemical mm-hmm. that is introduced or is producing in someone's mind that turns them into Jeffrey Dahmer. It's still the same engine, but there's a chemical imbalance. So I, I right. get what their argument is, but I personally can't put aside, you know, souls and, and consciousness and saying that it's just all chemicals. Like, I well, can't. it's so hard. Our entire life, we live as conscious beings. Right. That at least to me and you, right, we 
I don't care what the answer is, honestly. Whatever the answer is, the answer is. But at least our perception is. Interesting is that argument. We, right. We, we perceive that we are making decisions. So one of the things in this article, too, that comes up is that, okay, what if this person is even 100% right? Just Let's just pretend for the sake of the argument they are 100% exact, and that's exactly what the science actually says. At the, at the end of the day, if you're still making decisions— Right. And at least you're perceiving that you're making decisions. Maybe, maybe it's maybe the answer doesn't actually matter. Right. Right. Yeah. It probably doesn't matter. You know, because it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So, man, we've, that was, we, we I, it was funny about this is we're going to, we're going to do this article and then we're going to go right into the next thing, which is like completely <laughs> the opposite. Guilty pleasure songs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's definitely that we could talk about that for, hours probably talking around each other you know several times and coming back to certain points again and again but yep. Yep. uh yeah i don't know i mean it, it's it's weird because i know there's they're, they're gonna have certain things about the human beings that you know make this a, a better argument for them like alzheimer's uh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know there you go like uh chemical you know issues synapse issues and all of a sudden people start forgetting stuff and they lose their memories and uh, you know, so that that's, but again, like I said, same machine mess with the, uh, mess yeah, with some mess of the, the components and, yep. and you got some problems. Yep. Uh, that is the machine that, that makes you go and it doesn't discredit or disprove the idea of soul or conscience though. It just shows right, that or, there's or a problem with the engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so exactly. That's my opinion. All right. So well, I... <laughs> I like the I like the way you concluded that. There you go. All right. All right. So let's uh, <clears throat> let's move on to the next bit here. Like we said, it's uh, it's uh, what do we call this? Uh, guilty pleasure song. So I think yeah. I think the criteria for a guilty pleasure song would be a song that doesn't necessarily aim as you as their like target demographic. You know. Okay. Uh, you know, when they're making this, it's not you they're thinking of as a 43 year old dude. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. You know, or, or maybe, you know, if you, if you have this song on in, on the radio in your car and you're at a red light and somebody pulls up beside you, you may turn it down because you're a little bit embarrassed <laughs> that you might be jamming out to it. Like I like, I like that definition. It's the song that you turn down if your <laughs> windows are down and you pull yeah. up next to somebody. Exactly. But you were totally jamming out to it before mm -hmm. that. Yeah, so I have I have a few. Uh, okay, how many do you have? You see, you have a few. Like two, I have, three? I have four of them pulled up. I, I mean, don't know how I, much. I also I have. have four. I have four pulled up. I'm really curious to see <laughs> if we have any of the same ones. And we are we are going to sample. We're at least a few seconds of some of these. Yeah, right? I'll pull each one of them up. All right, so I'm 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 totally prepared to embarrass myself right now. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Some of these are definitely the first one's embarrassing for me. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> Yeah, you have to go first since you said that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let me pull up the uh, Bluetooth thing here. All right, here we go. All right, so here's my first song uh, is by the Righteous Brothers. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if you're embarrassing yourself yet, but go on. I rather enjoy the song Unchained Melody. <laughs> okay, okay. If, if you're not familiar with it, here's a little piece of it here. <laughs> I can totally see you yeah. <laughs> serenading somebody to this. I like this song, man. Mm, yes. You can't you can't disagree with me, right? <laughs> I see I I think 
I'm not sure that you would have. Okay, I'm, just, no, I'm not sure you would have to turn that down necessarily. Yes, you would. <laughs> now, I don't know. Like, I would like to see you if pull you up to a red pull, light. If you pulled up beside and- me at a red light, dude, and I'm, and I'm rocking out this song. Like, you, you see me singing it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't noticed you're beside me yet. You know you're going to be looking at me funny. You know what, though? What? I have, like, this weird image in my head of you dressed exactly whenever. When did this song come out? I was, like, the eight or seven. I think it's actually it's been remade, like, a couple times, a few times. Uh, but that, that, that was, one became popular from, like, Dirty Dancing back in the 80s. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but, okay, I, you know what? I, I'll, I will accept it. As I will accept it as a guilty pleasure. Okay. Because, but but I but I will tell you mm-hmm. that I think that song is a is a well respected song, regardless. It is. No, I'm not saying it doesn't have an audience. I just I would be embarrassed if I got caught jamming out to it as all. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's nineteen sixty five, by the way. Okay, all right. So I'm pulling up to you at a red light, and for some reason you're just in black and white, your entire car and you are just in black and white. And you're just jamming out to the song. <laughs> yeah, with Patrick Swayze hair from Dirty Dancing. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, what's uh, what's one of yours, Joe? All right, we're going. Right, like I said, I'm going to embarrass myself today, but I, if this is on in the car and the windows are up, I will totally leave it on. We're going with, ready? We're going with Miley Cyrus, Midnight Sky. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Midnight Sky. Let me find it here for you. Yeah. Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. I'm not sure if I know this, but here we go. Came, came out in 2020. I'm excited. So you're, you're jamming to this? I'm, I'm jamming. Oh, yeah. I want to get into it a little bit more here. Okay. All right. All right. I know the song. Yeah. Oh, I can see you singing this. Yeah, me. Yeah, totally. I can't believe this is one of your guilty pleasure songs. <laughs> I, I like this song. Like I can't help it. Remember before we were talking about the chemical reactions oh. in our brain? Alright, alright. Yeah, that, I mean, it's that, got it's got a good hook. I love I yeah. I always tell you, I love the hook in that song. Like right when she comes up and yeah. it goes into like the like the chorus there, it's got a great hook. It does. It's got a really good underlying bass beat to it. So all right. um yeah, definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. I would probably listen to that as well uh, with the uh, windows up, you know, same same way. So yeah, right, exactly right. Yeah, but I'm turning it down when the summertime comes and I'm rolling up to, <laughs> and I'm rolling up to the stoplight there <laughs> into the hockey rink. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's turned way down at the hockey rink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I got another one here too. One of my uh, <clears throat> guilty pleasure songs is uh, by Sia, and everybody knows this one. It's a song called yeah, Titanium. I think I do know this. I gotta make sure I get to the uh, get to the chorus. Oh, here we go. Right, so I gotta get to this part. Yeah. Yep. You can't tell me. I might even do this with the windows down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I, I have heard this song several times. It's. I don't blame you. 
Yeah. I will I will sing that in the car. I don't so definitely not hockey rink material though. No, no. <laughs> you turn that one down when you get to the hockey rink as well. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as you're around that corner, you're like, whoop, down. <laughs> yep. All right, what's one what's another one of yours? All right. So I've I've loved this song since it came out. I will still listen to today. Mm-hmm. And I I again I don't know if I blast it, but I still you, today you enjoy think it. it's just a fantastic song. I still enjoy it. Yes, this is this was Gautier's Somebody That I Used to Know. Oh, dude, that's a great song. It's, I mean, just, that's, I think it uh, hits all the right beats. Yeah, yeah, this is a really cool, a really cool song. I've always enjoyed this one, too. Also one of them ones where, yeah, you probably got to roll the windows back up. Yeah, let's get to this. It's such a simple song, too. It is. But there's, there's such... It, I don't know what it is about the song that really like digs into you, especially when they get to the chorus and they're both singing together. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the. Uh... He does the verse twice, which makes the yeah, opening a little that, yeah. bit longer. There it is. So good. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever see the one where they they did it like purely acoustically, like with like a yes. guitar? I don't yes. remember who did. It, was that them that did it, it? He actually, so he actually did it recently. So there is another. There's a. It came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. maybe 2019. Uh, he actually went to some music hall and they just did like an acoustic version with a guitar. Um, they didn't have, they didn't have Kimbra there to do the, uh, to do her part, but they mm-hmm. sung through it anyway. Uh, just he, the guy can, it's not, uh, I don't know what his real name is, but he can really sing. Like it's, it's not studio tracked or anything. Like he is a genuinely excellent singer with or without the backing of the studio. And it's just, it's just, I always appreciate listening to this song without the, um, the like whatever you want to call it, like acoustic version, or when he plays it in some like concert hall or small music venue, just always sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a cool song. All right, I'm gonna do my next one here. Uh, let's see. All right, my next one uh, is uh, Chandelier. Okay. Here we go. Listen to that. Yeah, dude. I can see the layering there. I can see why you would like that. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think you're right though. Like your definition earlier is is exactly spot on because I think all of these songs so far are definitely like they're great songs. Yeah, yeah, but definitely like uh, I'm not sure if I want everyone around me to know I'm blasting this out right in the car. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want your friends to hear it. <laughs> okay, what's uh, what's another one of yours, Joe? All right, so I've got I've got a Katy Perry song Ooh, lined okay. up here. Oh, I do so love Katy Perry. We're going, we're going Katy Perry, and we're going Hot and Cold. This actually came out years ago. This is two thousand eight at this point, and it was okay. one of her was one of her older songs. It's like it was one of her. I I don't know when she started singing. I just remember this one came out near the beginning of her career. Okay, there a good little piece of this one here. 
Okay, yeah, this is, this is a good song. Yeah. I would turn it down, but yeah. Yep, yep. I just, the beat really yeah. gets me. The chorus when it kicks in. Oh, here we go, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, man, you jam hard to this driving down the road until someone sees uh, that, you. <laughs> okay, so that well, it's funny that you say that too because the thing about I think makes that song really great is mm-hmm. it's got that four on the floor beat. Yeah, when when the core when the chorus kicks in and it's boom 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 mm-hmm. boom and yeah, it's actually a pretty good driving song, believe it or not. No, I believe it. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. I'm gonna have to add that to my uh, playlist. <laughs> I, please do. I should make we'll a whole playlist just called guilty. Yeah, just guilty pleasure. That's what I'll call the playlist. Exactly. <laughs> All right, here's my last one. Uh, this is a great song, and it it's definitely like it's actually on my like regular cycle playlist. Uh, do you let people know that you listen to this one? Is that the difference here? It depends on the crowd. Yes, there are certain people that I I know accept this song. Okay, uh, but there's definitely some friends that maybe I would not. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, so here we go. This is, uh, this is a great tune from uh, Seal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love this song. Thank you. Yes. Here we go. It's called Kiss from a Rose, in case you didn't know. <laughs> this is such a good song, though. Oh, my God. I love this song. Dude, when this comes on, I'll crank it, man. You try and do your best to hit all the. Uh... Let me find the uh, hook here. Here we go. How do you not love that, right? Uh, okay, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I will tell you straight up, legitimately, when that song first came out, mm-hmm. I remember, and I, I, we were kids when that came out. I remember liking that song, and I can't remember if it was, what year was that? Oh, God, it was definitely 90s. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the Five ninety, maybe right. ninety six. It was like end of middle school, beginning of high school for us. And I very specifically, and I don't know why this memory sticks with me. I did get made fun of for enjoying that song. Did you really? Yes. Yeah, so it was. I was either yeah. walking down the hall in high school, and and and, and I, so I got in a conversation with somebody. I don't remember the exact details. I was like, "Well, I like that Seal song," and they're like, "Really? That's a terrible song." I'm like, "I don't know. I kind of like it." Yeah, it's a great song. Just don't tell your friends about it. Apparently, yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently, yeah, don't tell. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, that's funny. All right, what's uh, what's your last one that you All have? Right. So I I picked this one actually specifically because I do not like this band. I oh, okay. I do not like this band it's at all. Creed or no, Nickelback? <laughs> it's not Creed. It's not Nickelback. Uh-huh. Good, 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 good guesses though. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was the first song that they came out with. I liked this song. I enjoyed this song. And I cannot stand the rest of their music. And in fact, it actually, the reason why I put this in the guilty pleasure list is because it actually makes it hard to admit that I like this song. Oh, good. Okay. So the song I'm talking about is Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I uh, I think I know the song and I think I like it. Yeah. This is a great song. Yeah. Here we go. I'm waking up to ash and dust. This is a great song. Yeah. I wipe my brow and <laughs> yeah, I mean, my rust. I think it's so much better than everything else they did. I think... That's when it gets to the... Uh, 
I love that yeah. part. I love the part so where cool. he actually says radioactive. And when they first came out and I heard that songs, I was I was just I, I was almost actually kind of blown away by the chorus. And I was like looking forward to the other stuff they came out with. And everything they came out with after that was so like vanilla and boring and just uh, I think the term is milk toast, mm-hmm. right? That I was like, I don't know how they came up with that song. And they came up with the rest of their stuff because in my opinion, and I know there's Imagine Dragon fans out there who love the band. That is the only song I like. And now because I don't like the rest of the music, I have a hard time admitting I even like that song. Yeah. I tell you, do you know where this bit came from when I texted you about it? Uh, no. Uh, I was leaving Walmart and <clears throat> I was pushing the cart uh, through the parking lot. And to my left, there was this car parked up by the door waiting for somebody to come out. Okay. And I heard this song coming from their car. You ready? Oh, yeah. Whoops. Oh, crap. Why is it doing that? Arms wide open, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, with arms yeah. wide open by Creed. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think we might diverge on this, but this is the song. It's funny that you bring that up and you heard that because that is actually the song that turned me off of Creed. Yeah, well, and that's that's what I, like, as I was, I actually did a double take because, you know, it's like, with arms wide open, and I'm like, I, <laughs> exactly. it was like kind of, he was cranking it. And uh, I, I look back and I'm like, damn, like that must be like his guilty pleasure song. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, there we go. <laughs> like we need to talk about our guilty pleasure songs. Yeah. That I I would not be at all surprised to know that that song in particular is other people's guilty pleasure song. I because I know they basically uh, they people have a hard time admitting they like stuff by Creed now, specifically because of that song. Yeah, I don't know. I always liked it. Creed Creed did an interview uh, a little while ago. Um their lead singer actually did an interview and they they talked about how you know the band like kind of changed and 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 their their format and their style and what they were singing about changed and there was actually a good point about that song about how that song specifically changed the way people perceived them. I don't know if it's good oh, or bad. I don't really care. As like a as like a religious rock band or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, and their lead singer was even talking about the fact that he was a religious kind of singer, right? But mm-hmm. the rest of the band wasn't. So yeah. there was always this, like, there's always like this tension in the band because he wanted to sing about certain things, and they were like, "Why? Uh, yeah, like we don't want to be a religious rock band, right?" And he's like, "But I do." And so they eventually, I think that all actually kind of broke him up too. Yeah, I did. You know, I'll, I'll admit, I like I really enjoyed Creed back in the day. They had uh, they had some good lyrics, you know, and they had some good songs. Some uh, of their older stuff I can still jam out to. Yeah. Um, I forget the title of the song, but I don't. I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure. I would actually leave it turned up. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Like I said, with Nickelback too, it's like one of the bands, like people just jumped on the, I hate Nickelback bandwagon and I don't quite understand it. Yeah. Right. Right. But I think that's just the, that, you know, social media mentality where, you know, if one person or one small group doesn't like something. Right. And it expands out. Yeah. And people would just be like, well, I don't like them either because they don't. And I don't want to be perceived as weird because I like them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But that was fun, though. I enjoyed the uh, Guilty Pleasure songs. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I did, too. That was a good one. Yeah. Let's move into the uh, last bit here, Joe. We have uh, we got some quizzing to do. That's right. Tenth grade. Now, I got to say, 
this is getting hard for me to find like questions that I feel like are even in the neighborhood of 10th grade. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. It's getting, it's getting challenging to be honest. So, uh, I'm glad we're actually gonna be done with this next week because I sat here for like an hour trying to find questions. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, well, I'm like this is so hard. So I'll, and if you want, I'll even go first because I had, I had the same problem you did. And I actually had to dig up a, a site that generates generates quizzes and sells them to teachers. Mm. And I don't know, I don't know, I'm not calling anybody out for using a site like this. I don't care what people do as long as people are getting educated. But I actually had to kind of dig around to find a site that actually had legitimate 10th grade questions because you're right, AI is failing us at this point. Oh, AI horribly. is not really able to come up with a specific, specific 10th grade quiz. Oh, dude, I, I went to chat GPT again to try and see if I'm like, maybe it'll figure it out this time. It was still giving me the question, who was the first president of the United States? I'm like, okay, <laughs> done. I'm like, I'm done with you, chat GPT. Like, it's over. There's some, it's so weird, too, because there's something in the neural network that causes that to keep coming up. Yeah, it just, it just thinks that, like I said, it, it, it just sees 10th grade as somebody in school. Like it can't yeah. make the separation of so where you're supposed to be at in your education. School. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or it just disregards. It. It's like, I don't know. Quiz question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you go ahead and go first. We'll see how terrible okay. I do. And, I do uh, have, I do have 10 for you. I have but, seven. And I know, you, I know you have less for me. So I'll tell you what, you might just get some bonus points today. Okay. Okay. All right. Your, yeah. your questions are divided five and five. You're going to have five grammar Ugh. and you're going to have five science. Okay. And I, and I've tried to format them for, for audio, okay. right? Because some of this stuff was actually formatted, you know, for visual. So I reformatted it for audio. So here we go. Right. Ready for question number one in Are You Dumber oh, wait, 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 than wait, wait. a 10th grader? Wait, oh, wait. What? We oh, got to do our oh, thing. We got to yeah. do our intro. Yeah. Do it, do it. Let me find it. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Okay. Welcome to the 10th grade for another edition of Are You Dumber Than a 10th Grader? Probably. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I like that, dude. I, that. That works. That just works. Really like, welcome back to class. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to class. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, give me my first question. Okay, question number one. Fill in the blank with the correct word choice. I blank your apology. Choice A is accept, spelled E-X-C-E-P-T. Mm -hmm. Choice B is accept, A-C-C-E-P-T. How would you fill that sentence in? B. That is correct. Uh, I accept your apology. Now it's kind of a, just, I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. a little, I threw you a little bit of a, threw you a little bit of a softball in the, to get, just to get you, I'll take just to it. get you started. <laughs> just to get you started. All right. Mm -hmm. Number two, fill in again, the correct phrase or word or terminology, whatever belongs to the blank. Here we go. Due to the blank times the boy cheated in the game, they should have been disqualified. So again, the, due to the blank times the boys cheated mm -hmm. in the game they should have been disqualified your choices are a the phrase that should be in the blank would be number of or b the choice should be amount of i would say number of that is correct uh, nice nice okay now I, I picked that one out specifically because people just in their daily conversation will often intermix those two, mm. but number of is technically the right choice because number of is referring to literally a count. 
of times that, okay. you know, in this, that they cheated. Amount is often more of a measurement or, or, or a volume or something along those lines. It's not really to be used for counting. So oh, there you go. All right, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I, I just went with what I thought sounded right <laughs> in my mind. This next one? Well, I, I mean, you nailed it. So I would just, I would stick with what you know. Yeah, my my right. my chemicals lined up properly for that one. <laughs> they did. That yeah. wasn't really free will. No. Your chemicals. <laughs> good good job, chemicals. Thanks. All right. Let's see. Let's see how they line up on this next one, though. This is one that that gets everybody. Everybody messes this up from time to time. Oh, good. Question number three. Since she had a terrible cold, her stuffy nose blank the way she talked. Your choices for the blank are A affected a f f e c t e d or b mm. effective e effected e f f e c t e d uh, so i think it's affected a that actually is correct nice yes. <laughs> and i this has been something that as of like the last few years i've been i don't know why i've been hyper conscious of this but you're actually right do you know why you're right <sighs> I don't know, but it just it just it felt right to me to say affected, not affected. Right. Affected. Uh, but the reason why, and I, I think you're you're getting there, you just don't know how to put it into words, is because I do the same. I did the I did the exact same thing you did. I was like, why why is affected right and why is affected wrong? Affected is the end state. Oh, okay. It is not the it is not the action. Oh, so, okay. So and you were absolutely right. Her stuffy nose affected the way that she talked. Her stuffy nose had an effect or it had an action on the way that she talked. Effect or effected would have been the end state. So if you if the statement what if it said that her stuffy nose had an effect on me? That would be the other one, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it is yes, right. Or or the the end the end was result was that her nose oh, sorry. I almost, I almost used that incorrectly, but the total, um, actually, you know what? I don't want to get too far into it, but I would have to double check what you just said. What it was the sentence that you just said? I said, her stuffy nose had an effect on me. Oh, had an effect. Yeah. Yes. You're absolutely a hundred percent correct okay. because you're talking about the you. end state. Yes. That yeah. had, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Good, good job on look that. At, by look the way. at us learning. I know. Learning all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right, here we go. Question number four. Question number four. Again, same type of uh, same type of question. I will give you a blank, and you have to tell me which word fits in there correctly. Okay. I cannot wait to go home, comma, blank in bed and watch Netflix. Your choices are. Chill. I know, right? Chill. What other things, Netflix and right, chill. <laughs> right. What other things can we put in there? Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to go home, comma, blank in bed and watch Netflix. Your choices are. Get drunk. Lay. Okay. Right. Get drunk in bed, right? Is A, lay in bed, mm -hmm. or B, lie in bed? I would have to go with B, lie in bed. That is correct. Okay. You are nailing it. <laughs> nice. I mean, I mean, just just great job all around. I gotta I gotta give you one of these. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. This is one that I mean, even today, people in casual conversation mix up all the time. Lay is the actual action of putting something down. I'm gonna, I'm going to lay this marker on the table, mm -hmm. right? But lie, it is the action of, you know, you take your body and you lie into bed, right? So you nailed it. Okay. All you right. don't lay your, you don't lay in bed. You don't like physically pick yourself up 
and throw yourself into the bed to lay down, which is what a lot of people say. I'm going to go lay down. Right. Okay. So the, I was going to ask you that. So if I was to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go lay down. Uh, the correct way would be to say, I'm going to go lie down. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say that incorrectly, but I'm surprised I got the question right. Then. I do it all the time. <laughs> okay. too. I say it's quick. It's just, you know, it's quick and dirty, right? Yeah. You say, I'm going to go lay down. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. I'm still, Number I'm still doing five. good. You're nailing it. You're nailing 10th grade. Here we go. Number five. Can anyone tell me blank ready for summer? So your choices are, can anyone tell me A, which is whose, spelled W-H-O apostrophe S, or B, whose, W-H-O-S-E. So can anyone tell me who's ready for summer, Oof. but what is the correct whose to put in there? I feel like it's the first one, the apostrophe S. That is correct. Yes. So- you have aced grammar class. Nice. You nailed it. You nailed, or what we used to call, which they don't call it that anymore. They used to call it English, but good job. Thanks, man. All right. What's next All one? Right. Science? Yep. B of science, my favorite topic. Okay. Here we go. A, mm -hmm. or sorry, not A. The question is, <laughs> is a scientific fact, so what we generally call a fact, something that is absolute and unchanging? And your choices are A, yes, if it weren't, wouldn't it be called something else? Or B, no, a fact is a close agreement to many observers, but but new observations can still refine it. So what is a fact? Uh, I guess the better way to put this is A is something that is scientifically unchanging, or B, it's closer to an agreement, but it can be changed by new observations. I mean, I feel like in the science community, uh, it's got to be B because shit changes all the time. So I'm going to go with B. That that is correct. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one is kind of a trick question because it doesn't matter if something is 99.9999% certain in the scientific community. Something that, and that would be called a fact. It would mm -hmm. genuinely be called a fact. But if new evidence is presented that changes or slightly changes or slightly alters what it is, then you change, you know, it, it goes along with it, right? I think, yeah, I think with science, there's always a, a like a point, you know, whatever, whatever percent right. uh, chance that it could be slightly incorrect. Right. Yeah. You know, with math, like, yes, like two plus two is four. That That's fact. Right. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Science different. So yeah. There a little you go. bit All different. Right. And that's the way science works mm -hmm. and it, it should work that way. So we like that. All right. Question number two in science, which list goes from the smallest to the largest? Okay. So you have, you have four choices. Mm -hmm. A, Remember, you're going smallest to largest. Okay. A, galaxy, universe, solar system. Mm -hmm. Or is it B, solar system, galaxy, universe? Or is it C, solar system, universe, galaxy? I'm going to just go or with B. D. B. Oh, you are correct. You B. got it. I yep. don't have to read the rest. You nailed I'm like, it. Well, that one's right. I'm like, so I don't know whether whether variations you can give me. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. And you picked that out right away too. Like, I didn't have to. I didn't have to read the rest. But yes, solar system, galaxy, universe. A lot of I, I, it doesn't happen as much anymore. Oh, people probably thought universe and solar system were the other way around. They get mixed up. Like even even like oh, is is the galaxy what we live in, or is the universe what the bigger mm -hmm. bubble? You know, those kind of questions do still do come up. But you nailed it. All right. Go me. All right. <laughs> you might have asked me that this before. Oh. And I don't remember if you did, so I stuck it back on this test. Which planet is the farthest, or farthest? I think it was the right way to put that. Which planet is the farthest from the sun? A. 
Neptune, B, Earth, C, Jupiter, or D, Mars? Um, I, hang on, I believe it's Neptune. Uh, I got to go through the plants in my mind here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take, Mercury, take, Venus, sure. Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Is it Neptune, Uranus? Would you give me, uh, or would you give me Uranus as an option? <laughs> you could take that too, but you already got it right. Okay, all right. <laughs> I couldn't remember which, what, how, which order the last two came in. No, you already got it right. Neptune is definitely the furthest out there. Um, I know that within the solar system, there is some kind of debate about amongst some of the planets that kind of dip in and dip out of, of each other's um, uh, kind of like distance from the sun measurement. But Neptune is Neptune is technically the furthest away from the sun. Dude, I saw I saw somebody uh, put. They were using scaled models of the sun, you know, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, like all the planets, and they yeah. and they were putting them. I think they used a football field uh, to try and show the relative distance to size, which yeah. they still couldn't even do. No, because they said, and they explained it in the end of the video. But uh, between uh, Mars and Jupiter was was so far, yeah, uh, down the football field, and they're like this distance, like still isn't even that accurate because we'd have to have like i think it was like 10 more football fields between these two marbles it gets it gets ridiculous yeah it yeah. gets so people have this view of the solar system like it's like this evenly spaced number of planets going out to going out to neptune and your and your uranus mm -hmm. and it's not it's not no it was pretty it was pretty interesting they use like a gigantic blow up pumpkin uh, as the sun and like a, a marble, like a regular size marble for Earth. Right, right. I was like, wow, I guess the sun is pretty damn big, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, there it was is pretty cool. Another one. Um, there is another one that will blow your mind, and it's the scale of the electron to the nucleus of, of an atom. Oh, really? And it is just unbelievably far away if you could, if you could, um, if you could, if you were that you size. Yeah. So if you could magnify, the simplest hydrogen atom. So the, so the hydrogen atom is the size of a basketball, right? Mm -hmm. So bring hydrogen to the size of a basketball. The, the single electron is two miles away. Oh, wow. Yeah, like it's out there. And how big would the electron be, the same size? Uh, no, electrons, they don't even know what an electron weighs because an electron is so, its mass is so insignificant that no one's really able to define it. And that's actually still a problem today. Interesting. Uh, the 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 very sciencey this episode, aren't we? <laughs> it is very sciencey. In fact, speaking of electrons, mm -hmm. uh, we're about to get into a chemical bond. Ooh, okay. So here we go. So I need you to tell me what a covalent bond is, and I'm going to give you three choices. Ooh, boy. Okay? Go ahead. So we're getting, we're getting into chemistry. Mm -hmm. A covalent bond is a chemical bond that involves the sharing of A, the nucleus, B, the sharing of the magnetic field, or C, the sharing of electrons. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Sure. With, I'm gonna go with they share the uh, C. You got it. They <laughs> okay. share electrons. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That was a lucky guess. <laughs> I can't can't take credit yep. for actually knowing that one. That was great. The other two. The other two were utter. BS. That, well, the first one didn't sound like it was even a thing. No, they were utter BS. Okay, all right. They were just designed to throw you off. Okay, you didn't. 
you didn't even the, the second one is not as much bullshit but it's more of like just a play on words like sharing a magnetic field whatever a bunch of things do that right it definitely was the sharing of electron pairs okay all right well there you go okay how many you was have, that was that have, seven or eight that was not you have one more okay, last one right. if boron has an atomic number of five and an atomic weight of 10.811 how many protons are in the nucleus how the hell should i know that I gave you all the clues. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, five point eight eight one. I have no idea. So this gets back to when we had some, basically, uh, you call it either like or, like kind of like an earth science or yeah. bio or. I don't remember thing. any of that stuff though. Go ahead. How's the borons? The that it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Boron's atomic number is five, mm -hmm. which means it has five protons in the nucleus. Oh, I see. I see the other uh, the, the other number was just to throw me off. Yeah, it was. It was just a it was just a it was just a F with you, you know. Mm -hmm. But you, you got son nine of a out of bitch. That's what that one was designed to do. Well, it worked. <laughs> but still, you you got nine out of ten. So All right, 90%. I, take, I, I passed the ninth grade or tenth grade. Yeah, yeah, you passed the tenth grade. Now it's your turn to fail me. Um yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think these are probably gonna be pretty easy. All, All right, right, so Joe, you're, uh, you're seven. Uh, are you dumber than a 10th grade questions? So here we go. Question number one. Uh, what is the name of the Greek god of war? Uh, oh, the Greek god of war. A, Hestia. B, Apollo. C, Athena. Or D, Ares. It's the Greek things throw me off, but I think the Greek god of war was Ares. That is correct. I, yes. Uh, do you have a dinger, a dinger somewhere? I, I got myself a, a a dinger here. We'll just do a we'll go like this. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let me get my board back up here. There we go. Okay. All right. Question number two. The, uh, I think I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but uh, Diamus and Phobos are moons of which planet? Oh, Mars. They're moons of Mars. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> and mean? they are very oddly shaped for moons as oh, really? well well they're yeah, shaped they're like... small and they're oddly they're not even round oh one shape like a they, like a pair of ass cheeks like what what is it <laughs> they look like rocks they look like rocks that you would find on the side of a river that someone oh. just threw up there oh really i didn't know that so they're, they're yeah very they're, they're rugged looking yeah they're very rugged looking uh -huh. because they don't have like you said very sciencey episode today mm -hmm. they don't have it they never had enough mass to pull themselves into the shape of a ball oh all right they're in fact they're more akin to I hate they're more akin to like an asteroid shape. Oh, like an asteroid just got stuck in orbit there. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Question number three: Which part of the eye regulates the amount of light entering it? A. The iris. Ooh. B. The cornea. C. Pupil or D. Retina. Well, that would be the. So I think it's the. The black part is the pupil, but I guess the question is one of them, it's either the pupil or the iris are the ones that actually change the amount of light that's coming in. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's the pupil that expands and shrinks or it's the iris that shrinks and expands. Okay. Um, Got to make a decision. I know. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is actually a pretty good one. Um, I'm going to have to go with the... Pupil, 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 yeah, the pupil. Oh, damn it. 
It is the iris. <laughs> I knew it was the iris. You should have gone with your gut. <laughs> I know. I know. I should have gone with the iris. I was gonna give because- you a hint and just I was like, think of a think of a film camera. You know that that that's exactly what it's called in the cameras. The iris. I I flipped I flipped the coin there and I came up wrong. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You're still gonna. I think you're still gonna do well. Well, you have to give me you have to give me leeway as I as I get closer to failing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who painted the Last Supper and the Mona Lisa? Is it A? Oh, oh do you know? Well, I think I do, but go ahead. <clears throat> Is it A. Raphael? B. Michelangelo? C. Leonardo da Vinci? Or D. Pablo? Picasso. I mean, the Last Supper and the Mona Lisa are, are they the same person? I mean. Yeah, they are. They are. It's Leonardo. It's Leonardo. It's Leonardo. I'm 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 going to stop overcomplicating it. (laughs) Because I actually kind of forgot that the Mona Lisa was Leonardo. But anyway, the Last Supper is, and I know that. Yeah, I like how they they named three out of four Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Uh, Was it Splinter? Yeah. Is it the rat? Uh, All right, so uh, question number four. One, two, three, four, five. Number five. Okay. Uh, what is the chemical symbol for the element tungsten? Do you know it or do you want the multiple choice? Yeah, give me the multiple choice. Uh, yeah, give me the multiple choice. Well, since they're all, to make this less confusing, I'm just going to read you the chemical symbol, not the okay. A, B, C, D. Okay, so options are Y, T, U, or W. Okay. You are, you, you, I'm glad you read them because. I know what it is now. Okay. I, it, you refresh my memory when you read them back. Mm-hmm. It's W, isn't it? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I when I when I saw that question, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, is it T? I'm like, I no. I'm like, I, something like something reminded me that wasn't the obvious one on that one. And when I saw the the options, I'm like, okay. I'm like, now nah, I remember. Yeah, it's funny. Same thing happened to me too because I was like, T U. Yeah. Right. Like, but I'm glad you read them. Uh, because it refreshed my memory and it was W. Yeah. All right. This one, uh, you might get this, but it might, you might get this. Actually, you probably okay. will. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, okay. Question number, whatever this is, six. Which revolution took place in the year 1917? Was it A, the French Revolution, uh, B, the Industrial Revolution, C, the Russian Revolution, or D, the American Revolution? Well, definitely not us. Mm-hmm. It's not the French Revolution. I'm almost certain. I'm, I am like 80 to 90% certain that that was the Russian Revolution. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to let you overthink it. <laughs> yep. It's like, stop now. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> okay. Doing good. You only missed, uh, only missed one, I think, right? Yep. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Seven. Okay. Oh, I had, I had eight questions for you. Okay. Uh, Perfect. <clears throat> in which year did the Titanic sink? Do I get a choice on this one? Yes, you do. Oh, God. Thank goodness. <laughs> Options are A, 1908, B, 1912, C, 1914, or D, 1918. So, okay. I do not think it's 1918. What are the other ones? Uh, let's see. Okay. 1908. 1912 and 1914, all separated by just a few years. Mm. It's t- it's it's t- it's the two in the middle. It's the two in the middle. 1912 the two the, just, or 1914. It doesn't have an eight in it. 
doesn't have an eight in it. I know it doesn't have an eight in it. Then okay, you're on the right track. It, it's nineteen. It's 1912. It's nineteen twelve. That is correct. Yes. Okay. That was the, okay. That was the total dice flip. See. Yeah. I, that's two. Or that was a total coin flip. I got two coin flips today. One of them came up heads. The other one came up not not heads. Yeah. All right. Question number eight. Your last one. Uh, you've already passed whether you get this one or not. All right. Uh, what is the capital of Australia? This one a lot of people don't actually know the right answer to. Options are A, Sydney, B, Melbourne, C, Canberra, or D, Brisbane, Brisbane. Okay, shoot. You know what's funny about that? Is the first two choices are now in conflict with each other because I would have picked one of them if you asked me off the cuff. So if you didn't give me choices, what was your oh, what was your gut telling you? I'm not, I won't take this as your answer, because like I said, a lot of people don't know this. That's my only. I, that's my hint so for my, you. Okay, that's okay. So here's the problem: you've given me enough hints to know that my gut is wrong. Okay, my gut is telling me that it was going to be Melbourne, and I, I'm not giving that as my answer. Right, I don't right. think that's it. I don't think it's Melbourne now. What well, are what only are my because you already passed? I'll I'll let you know that that is definitely not the right answer. Okay, so you have I've done the thing where you've removed one of them, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. so what am I? What are my three remaining? Sydney, Canberra, Canberra. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Uh, okay. And Brisbane. I don't think it's Brisbane. I don't think it's Brisbane. It's it's either Sydney. It's either Sydney or Canberra. And because because I'm now doubting that it's Sydney as well because I was originally going to say well shit that would mean I would want to say that I I'm literally going to flip a coin. Mm. I am literally going to flip a coin between Canberra and Sydney. Okay. A or uh, heads for Sydney, tails yep. for Canberra. What do you got? So I'm looking at my test and I circle Canberra. That is correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping my hint helped because that's like the people don't know that, that, that the capital of Australia is not Sydney or, I did, or I Melbourne. I did not know that either. Yeah, I did actually. I knew that answer. Because it, the only reason I knew it is because it came up on like a, a trivia game we were playing one night. Yeah. And I was convinced it was like, I think I said Sydney. And I didn't even know. I, this name didn't even ring a bell. But I committed it to memory because I'm like, that's that's an interesting you know trivia I should know. Uh, just, you know, a little bit of factoid about Australia. Uh, yeah, so. it's, I, I wouldn't even come up. If you, like, that's like one of those things where if you're going to learn it, you know, you're just going to, you know, if it's on a history quiz or whatever, we didn't have multiple choice. You just have to know it. I mean, because it doesn't come off. It doesn't come right off the tip of the you know, tip of the brain, I no. guess. Like the, right. Yeah. I definitely thought it was the first two. And, and then once you hinted that it wasn't, I was like, eh. <laughs> All right, man. We have we have both successfully graduated uh, 10th grade. Nice. <sighs> Next week, we're going to see if we can get ourselves out of high school. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we'll. We will have passed the, uh, can't, we started what? We did third, we did fourth, we did fourth, and then we started skipping after fourth, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think third, we skipped fourth, yeah, we did sixth, eighth, tenth. Eight. Yeah, one okay. more to go. Yep. Well, I, you know what? I wish you luck and, and, uh, and only one more week of this. <laughs> our, our listeners only have to put up with one more week of Are You Dumber Than X Grade? Yeah, I think I'm going to have my daughter dig up some, uh, some of her old paperwork from her senior year. Yeah. There you go. You're gonna so you're gonna ask me some legitimate like twelfth grade, <laughs> as in the last year questions. Maybe yeah, because I'm having a hard time finding them. So I have a resource, you know, so I can see if she can help me out. 
Great. I'll see Great. I, I love find. it. Let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that was a fun episode. Uh, thank you guys all for checking us out again, and we'll see you next Monday. Talk to you next time. <laughs>